Today on the Just Read Podcast, we're going to read 1 Kings chapter 7 and 2 Chronicles chapter 4. So far, we've read about Solomon building the temple. The work continues in these readings. Let's begin with 1 Kings chapter 7. Now Solomon was building his own house thirteen years, and he finished all his house. He built the house of the forest of Lebanon. Its length was one hundred cubits, and its width fifty cubits, and its height thirty cubits, on four rows of cedar pillars with cedar beams on the pillars. It was paneled with cedar above the side chambers which were on the forty-five pillars, fifteen in each row. There were artistic window frames in three rows, and window was opposite window in three ranks. All the doorways and doorposts had squared artistic frames, and window was opposite window in three ranks. Then he made the hall of pillars. Its length was fifty cubits, and its width thirty cubits, and a porch was in front of them, and pillars and a threshold in front of them. He made the hall of the throne where he was to judge, the hall of judgment and it was paneled with cedar from floor to floor. His house where he was to live, the other court inward from the hall, was of the same workmanship. He also made a house like this hall for Pharaoh's daughter, whom Solomon had married. All these were of costly stones, of stone cut according to measure, sawed with saws, inside and outside. Even from the foundation to the coping, and so on the outside to the great court. The foundation was of costly stones, even large stones, stones of ten cubits and stones of eight cubits, and above were costly stones, stones cut according to measure, and cedar. So the great court all around had three rows of cut stone and a row of cedar beams, even as the inner court of the house of the Lord and the porch of the house. Now King Solomon sent and brought Hiram from Tyre. He was a widow's son from the tribe of Naphtali, and his father was a man of Tyre a worker in bronze. And he was filled with wisdom and understanding and skill for doing any work in bronze. So he came to King Solomon and performed all his work. He fashioned the two pillars of bronze. Eighteen cubits was the height of one pillar, and a line of twelve cubits measured the circumference of both. He also made two capitals of molten bronze to set on the tops of the pillars. The height of the one capital was five cubits, and the height of the other capital was five cubits. There were nets of network and twisted threads of chainwork for the capitals which were on the top of the pillars, seven for the one capital and seven for the other capital. So he made the pillars and two rows around on the one network to cover the capitals which were on the top of the pomegranates, and so he did for the other capital. The capitals which were on the top of the pillars in the porch were of lily design, four cubits, There were capitals on the two pillars, even above and close to the rounded projection which was beside the network, and the pomegranates numbered two hundred in rows around both capitals. So he set up the pillars at the porch of the nave, and he set up the right pillar and named it Jachin, and he set up the left pillar and named it Boaz. On the top of the pillars was lily design, so the work of the pillars was finished. Now he made the sea of cast metal ten cubits from brim to brim, circular in form, and its height was five cubits and thirty cubits in circumference. Under its brim, gourds went around encircling it ten to a cubit, completely surrounding the sea. The gourds were in two rows, cast with the rest. It stood on twelve oxen, 
three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. And the sea was set on top of them, and all their rear parts turned inward. It was a handbreadth thick, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, as a lily blossom. It could hold two thousand baths. Then he made the ten stands of bronze. The length of each stand was four cubits, and its width four cubits, and its height three cubits. This was the design of the stands. They had borders, even borders between the frames, and on the borders which were between the frames were lions, oxen, and cherubim. And on the frames there was a pedestal above, and beneath the lions and oxen were wreaths of hanging work. Now each stand had four bronze wheels with bronze axles, and its four feet had supports. Beneath the basin were cast supports with wreaths at each side. Its opening inside the crown at the top was a cubit, and its opening was round like the design of a pedestal, a cubit and a half. And also on its opening there were engravings, and their borders were square, not round. The four wheels were underneath the borders, and the axles of the wheels were on the stand, and the height of a wheel was a cubit and a half. The workmanship of the wheels was like the workmanship of a chariot wheel. Their axles, their rims, their spokes, and their hubs were all cast. Now there were four supports at the four corners of each stand. Its supports were part of the stand itself. On the top of the stand there was a circular form half a cubit high, and on the top of the stand its stays and its borders were part of it. He engraved on the plates of its stays and on its borders cherubim, lions, and palm trees, according to the clear space on each, with wreaths all around. He made the tin stands like this. All of them had one casting, one measure, and one form. He made ten basins of bronze. One basin held forty baths. Each basin was four cubits, and on each of the ten stands was one basin. Then he set the stands, five on the right side of the house and five on the left side of the house, and he set the sea of cast metal on the right side of the house, eastward toward the south. Now Hiram made the basins and the shovels and the bowls. So Hiram finished doing all the work which he performed for King Solomon in the house of the Lord. The two pillars and the two bowls of the capitals which were on the top of the two pillars, and the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals which were on the top of the pillars, and the four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two bowls of the capitals which were on the tops of the pillars, and the ten stands with the ten basins on the stands, and the one sea and the twelve oxen under the sea, and the pails and the shovels and the bowls, even all these utensils which Hiram made for King Solomon in the house of the Lord were of polished bronze. In the plain of the Jordan the king cast them, in the clay ground between Succoth and Zarathon. Solomon left all the utensils unweighed, because they were too many. The weight of the bronze could not be ascertained. Solomon made all the furniture which was in the house of the Lord, the golden altar and the golden table on which was the bread of the presence, and the lampstands, five on the right side and five on the left, in front of the inner sanctuary of pure gold, and the flowers and the lamps and the tongs of gold, and the cups and the snuffers and the bowls and the spoons and the firepans of pure gold, and the hinges both of the doors of the inner house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the house, that is of the nave, of gold. Thus all the work that King Solomon performed in the house of the Lord was finished. 
And Solomon brought in the things dedicated by his father David, the silver and the gold and the utensils, and he put them in the treasuries of the house of the Lord. That was 1 Kings chapter 7. Now let's go read 2 Chronicles chapter 4. Then he made a bronze altar, twenty cubits in length and twenty cubits in width and ten cubits in height. Also he made the cast metal sea, ten cubits from brim to brim, circular in form, and its height was five cubits and its circumference thirty cubits. Now figures like oxen were under it and all around it, ten cubits, entirely encircling the sea. The oxen were in two rows, cast in one piece. It stood on twelve oxen, three facing the north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. And the sea was set on top of them, and all their hindquarters turned inwards. It was a handbreadth thick, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, like a lily blossom. It could hold three thousand baths. He also made ten basins in which to wash, and he set five on the right side and five on the left, to rinse things for the burnt offering. But the sea was for the priests to wash in. Then he made the ten golden lampstands in the way prescribed for them, and he set them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left. He also made ten tables and placed them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left. And he made one hundred golden bowls. Then he made the court of the priests and the great court and doors for the court, and overlaid their doors with bronze. He set the sea on the right side of the house toward the southeast. Huram also made the pails, the shovels, and the bowls. So Huram finished doing the work which he performed for King Solomon in the house of God. The two pillars, the bowls and the two capitals on top of the pillars, and the two networks to cover the two bowls of the capitals which were on top of the pillars, and the four hundred pomegranates for the two networks, two rows of pomegranates for each network to cover the two bowls of the capitals which were on the pillars. He also made the stands, and he made the basins on the stands, and the one sea with the twelve oxen under it. The pails, the shovels, the forks, and all its utensils, Huram Abi made of polished bronze for King Solomon for the house of the Lord. On the plain of the Jordan the king cast them in the clay ground between Succoth and Zeradah. Thus Solomon made all these utensils in great quantities, for the weight of the bronze could not be found out. Solomon also made all the things that were in the house of God, even the golden altar, the tables with the bread of the presence on them, the lampstands with their lamps of pure gold to burn in front of the inner sanctuary in the way prescribed, the flowers, the lamps, and the tongs of gold of purest gold, and the snuffers, the bowls, the spoons, and the firepans of pure gold, and the entrance of the house, its inner doors for the holy of holies, and the doors of the house, that is, of the nave, of gold. That was 1 Kings chapter 7 and 2 Chronicles chapter 4. While the temple was being built, Solomon was also building a palace of his own. This was a sign of God's blessings on Solomon. Meanwhile, Hiram, or Huram Abi, worked with Solomon to fill the temple with the finest pieces of furniture for carrying out worship. Thank you for reading with me.